Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Adam Morgan. Epilepsy is diagnosed in 125,000 Americans each year. The Epilepsy Center describes it as a group of related disorders characterized by a tendency for recurrent seizures. About 1 in 10 persons may have a seizure during their lifetime. You can keep a person safe until the seizure stops by itself. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Seizure first aid directions from the Centers for Disease Control indicates seizures normally do not require emergency medical attention. Call 911 if a person has never had a seizure previously, has difficulty breathing, may be hurt during the seizure, it lasts longer than five minutes, or they have a health condition like diabetes or heart disease, or may be pregnant. In addition to this, we learn more regarding epilepsy from the Epilepsy Foundation of Colorado with Peru Southwell and Raleigh Cooper. We have a friend whose wife just had a baby, and he had his seizures controlled very well for a long time. But new baby, not a lot of sleep. And so he's uh, he's going through a rough time trying to figure out that. But like I said, really? you know, lots of triggers can affect lots of people in different ways. Well, if I had heard that, I probably wouldn't have wanted to be a parent. <laughs> kids are going to drive me crazy. But that is interesting. I have another friend who was recently diagnosed that that was her trigger with sleep deprivation. Are we seeing an increase in seizures or in epilepsy because America gets a little more complicated like every day and every week? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's I'm an not interesting sure either. question. And because you, uh, because you may be in a car crash and you may hit your head doesn't mean that you may be subject to having seizures later, Raleigh? It may or may not. It's Every person is different. Every seizure is different. But traumatic brain injuries can cause epilepsy as later in life. Mm-hmm. And it might not even happen immediately. Oh, so, so if I have a car crash today, something may appear years from now? Yep. Really? Oh, man, that's a scary thought. Yeah. Because then I really wouldn't know where, where it's coming from. Because and they, it could be caused by a lesion in your brain that wasn't fully there, and that's another thing that can cause it, and that could be as a result of a brain injury. So, so basically, epilepsy really involves a lot of the brain and the nerves. It can mm-hmm. hit, it can, not scare you, but it can hit anybody at any time. And does it ever go away on its own, or does it? Uh, or do you have to have it treated? Or uh, in some cases, I think I was reading surgery. Uh, basically, all of those things are true. Yes. It can go away on its own. There are people that have been that will be on medication for many, many years and then come off of it and be fine. Life changes can make it. Children can have epilepsy and grow out of it. But again, it's all all the symptoms and everything is very person specific. Person specific. Every mm-hmm. every person's epilepsy is different from the other person, and that makes it so hard because everybody's research. brain is different totally. from everyone else's. Yeah. The key thing is that if you've been having um, is it epileptic seizures of, epileptic. of some form, and you have to travel, is it a good wise thing to go see your doctor, get some medication or something because you may have a seizure at thirty eight thousand feet? 
I think on, it's on an airplane. always recommended to go see your doctor prior to travel engagements. Mm-hmm. And if you are, if you don't have your seizures under control, absolutely go see your doctor before you fly. Mm-hmm. Now, some men, you know how men are about going to the doctor. We don't go. Yep. You know, so we'll, we'll be fine. Is, is that a good position to take, guys? No. I don't think so. No. I think reach out for the help when you can get it because you're not going to have a ton of it at, mm-hmm. up in the air, right? Yeah, but a lot of people are going to say, if I go to the doctor, they're going to tell me something I don't want to know, that I may uh, die from it, I may have this forever, and as long as I don't know, I'm fine. But that's, if I'm hearing both of you correct, that is not the thing to do. I think that head in the sand mentality perpetuates the stigma of epilepsy. If we can talk about it and we can figure out how to deal with it in our lives, then we can do something about it mm-hmm. instead of just ignoring it and shoving it under the rug. That's I think that's a mistake, but I can understand how that would be um, something someone would want to do with mm-hmm. epilepsy because it is stigmatized and it is hard to talk about. But. Earlier on when we were talking about stigmas, uh, I think, Raleigh, you mentioned uh, one of the old men's tales of putting a spoon in your mouth to keep from swallowing your tongue. Uh, what what other misinformation about epilepsy is out there? That every person with epilepsy has the tonic-clonic seizures where they're just going to drop to the ground and shake where many, many people do not have that. Yeah. There's um, this... Photosensitivity doesn't affect every single person with epilepsy, so flashing lights aren't going to – that's not the trigger for everyone. Uh, Some people that's a trigger for, really? but not everybody. But not for everybody. Not for everybody. Okay. All right. So if I start having seizures, it doesn't mean I'm going to have them for the rest of my life. One, they can't be treated. Two, uh, but on the other hand, some other people may have them for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just simply because you're in a car crash and you hit your head doesn't mean that that's going to happen to you. It may happen way later than sooner. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you say to uh, teenagers, young adults who may have not had a seizure before, now they're going to, so they don't withdraw because you were talking about isolation before, mm-hmm. that go on and live your life and do what you have to do. And uh, the seizures may slow it down for a few moments, but that's about it. I agree. Live your best life. Be yeah. your best advocate. And so the the event that you're that you you're, you're having it gives a chance for people who are coping with epilepsy to meet each other and not be stig- feel any stigma from that. Then that's right. Which and is the key to the whole thing. So one of the things that we're um, rolling out this year is our epilepsy heroes program. So we will be having a tent where anybody with epilepsy can go and meet each other and will be presented in a special way with a pin where they will be pinned by someone else with epilepsy. And it's a great place for those with epilepsy, family members, and friends to get together and connect. So you have families to get together too so that they can share the same experiences and the same challenges and, and, and actually maybe share with each other what um, – what support that they give so you can learn from each other to be a better service to the person that's having the seizures. Correct. Absolutely, yep. Um, With older adults, because they may have a seizure doesn't mean it's brought on by age, it's brought on by trauma. 
So epilepsy is more likely to develop in older adults because some risk factors for epilepsy are more common for the elderly. Yeah, like Like strokes, head injuries due to falls, and diseases that affect the brain function like Alzheimer's. So falls, if you hit your head, you might have it. Or 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 you may may eventually develop it. Yeah, yeah, and just what, maybe, not necessarily. What were the other ones you said? Um, stroke can lead to it, and uh-huh. um, diseases which affect your brain function, like Alzheimer's. Wow, there's always something out there to get you, but it's something. But it's nothing that the general public really needs to be afraid of. That's what the bottom line of no, is. N- not to be afraid of. We're not here to fear monger, just raising awareness is what we're after. Yeah, yeah. And, and to improve the lives of everybody affected by it. Mm-hmm. Have you found that people who are living with epilepsy, have they had problems in the workplace at all? Unfortunately, yes, and that's another resource that we are. If somebody is having problems in their workplace, we can connect them to resources that can help them sometimes Employers don't understand and won't make the right accommodations, but I will say that we oftentimes will hear more good stories than bad. Mm-hmm. The world is changing for the better. So if uh, if there's a worker who has a seizure, so the Epilepsy Foundation can go in and maybe do a training with the company? We'd love to do that, absolutely. Okay, so when you train them, what are the key things you ask them to focus on? I guess keeping the person safe and being there for them, um, mm-hmm. staying calm yourself, not overreacting when they, when your colleague has a seizure. Uh, and you, you say to them that they'll come out of it and they can go right back to their job then. Maybe not. Maybe not immediately. immediately. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It depends. Again, everybody's different. Some people might need to lay down for a while. Some people might need to go home. Some people can come right out and get back to what they were doing. So when you say to employers who have to accommodate a person with epilepsy, because some employers will say, well, if this happens again, I might have to, to get rid of Adam, you know. you know, Is is there any advice for, for them? Because you probably have a lot of good people that are great workers and they're very smart, and they don't want to be uh, lost as a resource to a company. Sure. But because a uh, an owner or a manager... Um, hasn't been trained by you all to know what to do, they may just uh, fall back on the little they know, and that may not be good for the person that has to deal with the epilepsy. Sure. I'd say get a hold of us at the foundation, and we can connect you to whatever legal resources you may need to get that Mm -hmm. Americans with Disabilities Act compliancy in your workplace. Ah, it's under the ADA. Mm -hmm. Okay. I give them a number and a website location so they can contact you, especially workplace-related stuff, so that both sides of the fence can know something about that. Yeah, so um, give us a call if you need any resources at uh, area code 303-377-9774. And our website is epilepsycolorado, all spelled out, mm-hmm. .org. Okay. And you give support, you were saying earlier, to caregivers. We do. And caregiving because a lot of baby boomers are getting older. You have their kids and may have to care for them, but a lot of baby boomers are caring for their senior parents right now. Mm-hmm. And so they can also contact you and see what things they should be doing or what additional things they could put into their toolbox. There. Yes. And so we talked about um, people with epilepsy feeling kind of alone or stigmatized. Their caregivers can feel the same way sometimes and also feel like an 
overwhelmed type of feeling because yeah. they are so relied on and we've got support groups, we've got these fun events, we've got so many ways to connect these people to make them feel all right and be happy again and be okay with their position in life. And for caregivers so that they are not overwhelmed because a lot of times, well, let's just put it the way this, a lot of women are caregivers mm -hmm. and you all are trying to multitask and do all this stuff. And you don't want a caregiver to feel that they can't be of service when they're having to deal with something that doesn't have a cure right. at all. And, 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 and this can be that. Right. Yeah. So do you have special classes which they can come to? or We have a um, lot of support groups throughout the Denver area, throughout so Colorado. So join the support group then? If they would like to, absolutely. Okay. We've got online support groups. We've got endless resources we can give out, mail out to people, bring to people. We just want to be here in any way we can for everybody who deals with epilepsy because it's definitely not just a one-person solitary situation. It's the whole team dealing with it, the whole family. So it's a good idea then if uh, a person or a family receives a diagnosis for someone with epilepsy from a doctor to the next step should be getting a hold of the foundation to see what resources and support that they can receive. And we try to do as much outreach to the local hospitals as possible so people are aware that we are a resource for them. And I will touch on another event that's coming yeah. up on November 16th at Children's Hospital. It's okay. our Epilepsy Connect Symposium that is going to cover a broad range of topics for those living with epilepsy, caregivers, and providers. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be in November. It's um, It's got a wealth of information and it is our largest educational event we do every year. If anyone is dealing with epilepsy or a caregiver especially, they need to save that date then. Yeah, save that date for Saturday, Saturday, November 16th. Yeah, Saturday, November 16th, and they'll find out information about that online as well. They can register. Correct. Yeah. yeah. At the website then. Okay. Okay. All right. So anything else that we really need to know that you really want to impart uh, to, um, to strengthen those who have to uh, support people with epilepsy and, uh, or, or maybe to let people know that... Because you're in a car accident doesn't mean you're going to get it. But if you do, there are ways you can be supported and life will go on. I'll say by one liner that we try to stress is you are not alone. Mm -hmm. You are not alone. That is the key. Thank you both very, very much for coming over from the Epilepsy Foundation. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you so much Adam. for having us. We thank Raleigh Cooper and Peru Southwell from the Epilepsy Foundation of Colorado for joining us again. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay in your game. And we appreciate your weekend time you elect to share with us.